Last time on Crits and Grits, new Byron got the answers to the written exam and Jenkins at excuse me for a moment. <clears throat> Thank you for calling Disembodied Voices Incorporated, Astral Division. This is Steven. Yes. Oh, understood. Yes, thank you, sir. Bye-bye. Well, it uh, appears my boss has switched to save the dramatics for the end of the episode this time, so uh, let's just script here. Um, so I guess Byron got the answers to the written exam, and uh, Jenkins offended some oppressed elves that just wanted to blend them with society. Oh, and I guess Ganja giving that kid financial advice wasn't so bad, actually. Wasn't given any word on Nana, but I'm, I'm sure she's fine. Yeah. Okay. See you at the end of the episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Crits and Grits New IP. Uh, it's a new IP, I guess. Uh, we've been at it for, what, five episodes now? Yeah, not really new at this point. Right. Yeah, it's not really a new IP it's anymore. It's just, it's just not exhausted IP. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> isekai project yeah. uh, but uh with us tonight i'm just gonna go down the list in discord like i always do starting with deebs oh god it was playing ready. the role of uh yeah sorry ambush byron 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 bickler, byron bickler uh yeah. trading card player trading card master and streamer i guess and and streamer. Uh, next up, we got Alex, who's playing the role of Ganja. That's true. I am playing the role of the Ganj. Um, so tonight's episode is going to be brought to you by two very popular corporate sponsors. Uh, first, we have uh, Shinerbach Beer. Uh, this is brought Ooh. to us from Shiner, Texas. Um, Shinerbach. It's like it's like bread in a bottle. Okay, hold the fuck up. Are they paying us? Uh, no, but, um, it is, Um, but I do have a second corporate sponsor that I'd like to thank this evening. Uh, and that would be, uh, they're not, uh, they're bagel dogs. Um, in case you ever wanted your glizzy extra kosher, get yourself a bagel dog. (laughs) Well, we have Uh, said glizzy for the first time in this podcast. It's taken us 20 something episodes and we finally dropped the glizzy bomb. Listen, we dropped the glizzy God, bomb and we didn't even get paid for it. There is not enough room in my relationship with glizzies for God, okay? So, <laughs> you need to back the fuck out of my relationship with glizzies. Right. Okay, this is already better than anything that's going to happen in tonight's episode. Jesus Christ. The only reason I said that is because that's my supper, so. I mean, after that glizzy bomb, I think we should all just pack it up and go home. <laughs> yes. And next, and next up, we got Abby uh, playing the role of Nana. Uh, yes, that is me. I feel like I'm really getting into the role of an old lady, as I will be turning thirty in uh, two weeks. Ah, uh, no, yes, the baby week, of the podcast. Next week, I turn thirty. I am, I am already old. Um, oh, yes. I, am, I will be accepting donations of rainbow tennis balls for my walker. Please and thank you. Oh man, I miss 30. Yeah, no, uh, my joints hurt a lot less back then. I didn't have gout back then. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't have crippling extra sadness back then. Just normal sadness. Same. I could eat spicy things without getting heartburn. Coward. I still couldn't eat spicy things. I still love spicy things. Sorry. Spicy, I like. Hot. 
I can't do it. You, you just gotta eat it. Like you just Thanks. do it. Thanks, and, Andrew. Uh, and then suffer later. You just put it in your mouth and chew it up and swallow it. I don't understand. Then keep all the stomach acid it's in your stomach. Pretty straightforward. Yeah, pretty straightforward. And next up, we got uh, Jeff, who was playing the role of Bennett. I almost said Byron. We already covered Byron. Uh, yeah. Hi, everybody. Uh, Bennett, piece of advice uh, for uh, you know home projects: measure twice, cut once. Uh, not to be confused with the Wong method, which is measure once, cut twice. For is anyone the... that watches Judges and Daddies. I'm two episodes behind, okay. but I will pick right. that back up soon. Okay, well, that's a lot more episodes ago. <laughs> I, yeah. And last, and regretfully, still alive and kicking in this world, Andrew playing the role of Jenkins. <laughs> Why are you upset about me? What, I'm not upset about you personally. I love you, Andrew. I love you. You're a dear friend. You're actually uh-huh. family. You're all family. But fuck uh-huh. Jenkins. I hate what well, you've actually. done. Dragons, you're, you're doing it again. You're, you're well on your way to doing it again. But my friends. <laughs> <laughs> my friends. God, he's the worst. This is, this is just one of those phases uh, that you're going through. Like when I... Started unironically saying "eh" after everything because <laughs> my Latina sister-in-law does it as a joke. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, okay, I'm over it. No. And with that, we hop back into this world, starting with Jenkins making his way out of the slums. Well, uh, Jenkins, what you doing, buddy? You... Well, I guess I'm just trying to find the the bar that, or like the Adventures Guild where we're staying. Um, do I see anything that can help me guide my way back there? Uh, you see a few signs leading back to the uh, Adventuring Guild school. Okay, so I will start making my way to the school. Um, but I do want... I, I am... Still looking for a ramen place. Uh, on the way back, you see like this extremely nice and upscale building right next to uh the nice uh ho- or the nice inn that the twins are staying in. Is it a ramen place? It is. It is a ramen place. You see ramen on the front of the shop. All right, it's I extremely I, upscale. I am busting my way in. I, like uh, I, I'm making a in? scene upon entry. As you were trying to bust your way in, two burly security guards stop you. Uh, yeah, so, sorry, you're you're not dressed properly for this place, and you're uh, and he points to your ears. What? Ichiraku Ramen accepts everyone. I must go. No. How dare you? I will be the Hokage, and I'm going to put my fingers up in front of me, like the Shadow Clone sign, and then just stand there concentrating really hard. And you hear someone walk out, and, like, it is this elaborately dressed man. Is there some sort of riffraff causing trouble out here? Oh, it's one of those knife ears. Oh, God. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) 
<laughs> Fantasy racism. Yeah, no, it hurt. It, <laughs> it is Ooh. I. Jenkins. Co- no, not Jenkins. Colossus. Uzumaki Jenkins, and I'm going to be the Hokage. God, take this trash out. I don't care what happens to it. Uh, Do I, like, I don't know as far as, like, because I don't remember when we went to the, um, uh, to the amusement park and stuff. Like, do I actually have my gear on me? Uh, yes, you still have your gear on you, but these two burly men are each grabbing an arm. I, I'm going to try to evade them grabbing my arm. Like, I want to flip away and create distance. Uh, give me an acrobatics check. Okay. Yeah. That's a nat 20, so 28. Oh, you create a huge gap between you and these two men. And, and then I'll go, huh. What's this? We're already in the Akatsuki arc? Deal with this backwoods savage, please. Uh, I am going uh, to pull out both of my short swords, and I'm going to hold them in reverse grip like an idiot. Uh, <laughs> you hear a familiar voice from, from behind you say, Oh no, what the fuck? J- Jenkins, l- let's go back to the school. Uh, if anything happens to you, that is on mine and my sister's head. Can you describe him again for me? Uh, uh, I'm going. I'm trying to find my notes, but I need a physical description real quick. Uh, he's standing about five seven, slick back, blue hair, uh, jacket with a fur trim, like covers the full top, and uh, long pants and nice boots. All right, but with a fur jacket? Uh, there's just a fur trim around. A the, fur uh, trim uh, around the jacket. Okay, just around the collar. All right, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna look at him. But I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay like in, like a, like ready for fighting, and I'm gonna give him a quick glance and then look back at the two guys and it's like, Kiba, excellent, you're here. Come, let us fight off God. the Hikatsuki. Uh, I just fucking choked on my drink. <laughs> Fuck you, Jenkins. If we go back right now, I will put in a good word. With my sister. Well, that, that hit because he is quiet. <laughs> hey, it's okay. Your sister. I have no interest. I will become the Hokage, and one day I will find my Hinata. Let us fight now, Kiba. And I would like. Jenkins, um, they are going to kick your ass. I would like to throw one of my short swords, like, <laughs> as if it was. Uh, as if it was actually a projectile weapon. Uh, oh boy. How do I want to do this? Roll initiative, kick his ass. <laughs> it's just your chance to kill Jenkins. Jenkins, at this to point, the town guard is starting to show up in full force. <laughs> All right. Okay, uh, still clearly prepped for battle. I'll look at them, and then I'll look back at the guards, and I'll be, ha! Now all of the hidden leaf is coming to take you down. <laughs> and then I, I'm going to like stand and put like one of my swords in the air. And I am going to begin giving uh, a very, my best version of a very moving speech uh, to get the town guard ready to fight the Akatsuki. 
And at this point, Colson is freaking out and he is pulling out his coin purse and just trying to bribe each one of these guards to not take you to prison right now. Please, just, just just let me handle him. I'll get him back to the school. He's uh, one of our students. Uh, he's got some issues going on. Uh, actually, will, will you all just like help me round him up and get him back to the school? Uh, that whole during this whole bribing period, it will just continue on. And we, the Leaf, we will stand together, and we will prove that the power of friendship can overcome any evil that comes into our village. You are surrounded Me. by eight guards, <laughs> and they each, like, go to get a grip on you just to drag you back to the school. And Colson just says, please don't use excessive force. He's got to come back unharmed. As they go to, like, get a grip on me, I would like to try to flip over them and initiate combat with the guards. Uh, not with the guards, with the with the uh, ramen restaurant bodyguards. Give me an acrobatics check at disadvantage because they are trying their, their hardest to just bring you in. Right? Ah, we got a nat one at disadvantage. <laughs> <laughs> so, as you're going to try to... As you're going to try to flip out of this, like one of the guards grabs you by the ankle and you just fall backwards. And they all like pile on you. And Colton's like, oh, I said not so rough. Just, just bring them in, bring them in, bring them in. And uh, uh, they all start escorting you back to the school. Yeah, I, I will. The whole time I would like to just be yelling at them as far as how they're mistreating me, even though I'm the Leaf's greatest weapon. Like, the power you fear that's locked inside of me, it will save us all! And Coulson just says, alright, one of you can punch him in the face. Uh, you, you, I paid you five gold. You get the punch. <laughs> is, is this when Nana appears? <laughs> <laughs> Am I and, knocked out? Uh, does a 17 hit your AC? Uh, yes, it does. Alright, you take three damage. You're not uh, knocked. Do I remain you're, conscious? You remain conscious, but now they're just taking you back. I do not I do not slow down as far as like calling them out for being afraid of the nine tails. And one more guard goes will be the... in for a punch. And that's a ten. Does that hit your AC? Uh ten does not hit. Okay, at, at this point, Colton's like, hey, I said one punch. One punch. Just man. one punch, ma'am. <laughs> oh, God. Thank you, Alex. These, these and other <laughs> anime jokes brought to you by <laughs> new, IP. new IP. So uh, we're going to hop over to the day before your exams. Uh, you're all summoned to the classroom this day as opposed to just doing whatever you want for most of the time. And uh, when you get to the classroom, you see the twins standing there, along with a half-elf man with a uh, mocha-like complexion, and he's wearing some fine armor. And the two twins just look very disappointed at the moment. Uh, I have a question. With, with, us, with this being the next day, do we get to have a rest? Yay, I'm healing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh this half elf man, very beautiful. 
uh, mocha complexion, has a heart-shaped birthmark under his left eye, and long black hair and a low ponytail. Are we sure it's uh, a birthmark and not a tattoo? Yeah, he sounds hideous. Uh, I mean, if you want to look closer, you you can. Yeah, sure, why not? Investigate, Jeff. Take one for the team and really get in Let there. Let me investigate this. Do what? Is this going to be an investigation? Yeah, let's go for investigation. All right. Plus zero. Let's roll, homies. That's an eight. Uh, you're not eight. quite sure. I think it's a tattoo. <laughs> and, uh, but uh, even though he's half elf, he appears to be what in your old world would be considered mixed race. Not just, you know, the elf side, but. He's very handsome. I see the, the little Hero Forge uh, figure you've made. Beautiful. Damn. He got some tiny armor. Does. It also, their paint functionality, it's really, really quite nice. I've enjoyed it. It is. Not sponsored by Hero Forge, but please Not sponsored by Hero Forge. But if you, guys, if you guys wanted to even, any, like literally anything, like just anything a smiley face written on a check we're in <laughs> we're in done and written on the uh chalkboard behind him is dorian oglethorpe captain of the o- oglethorpe royal guard are the oglethorpes royals or are they guards of royals and not themselves the royal? oglethorpes are royals okay so they actually guard royals? You don't know that yet oh Okay, well, Byron, Byron will ask them. <laughs> but will they ever be royals? Royals! No! And nice. this young man introduces himself to you all. Ah, yes. Pleasure to meet you. I am Dorian Oglethorpe. And as the board behind me set, is that a cat? Yes, it's, it's our blink cat. You know, cats aren't allowed in schools, but this one looks very polite. Does that specifically outlaw cats in the bylaws of the school? It's just frowned upon, but I won't tell. You saying a cat can't play basketball? <laughs> yeah, where's the rule? Where's the rule? Damn what it, we're going all basketball? the basketball. Oh, I was hoping that joke was going to land. <laughs> Better. It amused oh, me. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. May I pet the cat? Uh... And Byron, Byron will ask the cat if it's okay with being pet. That's not what heroes do. Oh, oh no! no. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Of all, of all of the takes for DC to take, <laughs> listen. For those of you who are not nerds, like uh, earlier this week, it was announced that the Harley Quinn animated TV series writers now streaming on HBO Max was also sponsoring this, which is sad. Uh, had gone to the executives at DC Comics and said, hey, we want to make sure that uh, Batman is down, getting down with Catwoman by getting down on Catwoman. And DC execs said, no, because that's not what heroes do, which is some horseshit. That's a, that's a direct quote. That is verbatim. That's not what heroes do. That's not what heroes do. <laughs> Only villains eat their girlfriends out. <laughs> and Byron, to... To answer your question, the cat beams an image of the cat wearing sunglasses and giving you a thumbs up. That's dope. Directly well. into your head. All right. And I will 
approach uh, Dorian and allow the cat to be to be petted. And Dorian starts petting the cat and has totally lost his train of thought. And Summer says, uh, yes, that, that's Dorian, our boss. Uh, he's here to make sure we do our job properly. Well, that's not why, but I kind of feel like that's what it is. What? Uh, wait, is is the Oglethorpe Royal Guard affiliated with the school? No, we're just guest lecturers, but I something about tarnishing the name of our Order of Knights if we do poorly. And then he went off on some tangent about tangerines. <laughs> Why? Why tangerines? <laughs> His train of thought is very odd. Huh. Okay. Um, is he actually lecturing us, or is this going to be one of those situations like with you guys where uh, we just kind of like sign the attendance sheet and leave? Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Was that <laughs> was that not common knowledge? And Colson just kind of shrugs in the background. Okay. Well, uh, what what is he lecturing us about? Uh, he's watching us lecture today. Ah, ah, I see. Okay. And Dorian says, well, I may hop in on this lecture. Uh, there was a delightful young man that I met outside, and I feel like today is a great day to lecture on identifying items. Come in, young man. And the door opens, and you see Lil G standing there. Gee. Hey! Hired some adventurers and they found this item. Mm-hmm. I, I was hoping you could tell me what it is. And Little G pulls out a revolver oh, that wow. has no bullets in it. Um, Can I make an investigation check to see what kind it is? Abby, I'm going to be real with you, Chief. I don't know much about guns. <laughs> yeah, but can I make an investigation check to see if I know what kind it is, and then you bullshit something? <laughs> yes. Okay. Come on, Gary. I'm going to Google revolver. Uh, um. So that's a ice. 17. Uh, it's an ocelot. That, that's the type of revolver it is. It's an ocelot. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Um, okay, so I feel like... Uh, uh, I don't want to make a separate check to do the, like, revolver ocelot thing where he, like, twirls the gun. Um... <laughs> And uh, Dorian picks up the revolver and starts inspecting it, and then he looks down the barrel. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Let's uh, let's not do that. That that there is a revolver. Uh, it looks like an ocelot. Uh, let's let's not do that. Why don't you not? Why don't you hand that over here, and I'll I'll make sure it's not dangerous real quick, and then I'll give it right back. I promise. Oh, this is quite the unique item, and he passes it over to you. Um, Nana is going to quickly make sure it's not loaded. There's nothing in the chambers. Any of the six okay. chambers. Okay, the good. Drum. The, the drum. Uh, the drum. There we go. The, while, the... while this is happening, um, while this is happening, Jenkins is going to walk over kind of into a corner, and he's just going to start having, uh, like, an existential crisis slash panic attack, because... There aren't any fucking guns in Naruto. Um, <laughs> so now he's got to figure out where the hell he is. <laughs> Anna hands it back like she said she would. Says, he, uh, so that there is a revolver. Um, he's looking he, down the barrel of it again. So Good like, don't, Okay, rule number one. Uh, don't do that because it, you, you know, like, uh, 
like a bow and arrow, how it, it fires stuff. Yeah. Um, you put little things called bullets in this thing and they fire it and it's so fast you can't even see it. So that's a good way to get your whole head blown off. And he's not really paying attention. He just put his finger into the barrel. Oh boy. You know what? Sometimes you got to let him learn. Bennett's in the middle of like having a panic attack right now because gun (laughs) safety is very important to him. All right. Actually, can I see that for just one more second? He passes the gun back and the twins are also amazed because they have never seen such an item. Uh, Nana's going to start disassembling it. Um, and taking out just one part to make sure it can't fire, and then uh, reassembling it. The hammer. I want you to make a hammer. perception check as you are uh, disassembling it. A perception check? Okay. Uh, oh no, that's a seven. That's Bro. a gun. <laughs> yeah. That's a gun. Yeah, well, I take the hammer part out and hand like a little relieved. Okay, but like these things are actually pretty dangerous. Like one shot will actually kill you. So like uh bring me any others that you see so I can make sure they ain't too dangerous, you know, cuz they will fire if you drop them and shit and if they're loaded. All right. Uh so Jenkins is now going to um kind of regroup with everyone. Uh and he's going to be staring at the gun deeply. Um, like he's going to really be trying to suss out that gun real quick because uh, you get the sense that now he has an idea of what the hell is happening. Oh, no. He's just muttering to himself. You finally figured it out, kid. I think I, I think I know where I am, and I think I know what I must do. All right. Okay. I like this. I like this. What do we gotta do? Uh, Jenkins is gonna make a move to grab the gun. Whoa, whoa, wait a kid, wait a You can't just grabbing no guns. What are you doing? Hey. It's you my destiny. You can kill the demon lord with that. This gun is my destiny. Uh, and he's going to keep trying to, like, grab the gun real quick. Uh, Nana has pocketed the hammer. Now, as far as, like, because you mean, like, like keep it safe? I, like, I, yeah, I disassembled okay. it to the point that I could take out the hammer part uh, for it pocket that and then reassembled it so it looks like it could fire if it were loaded but it's he would have no idea he would have no idea so he's still gonna try to grab the gun mana did it actually very quickly probably i would imagine Uh, even if you did it slowly jenkins only pretends that he knows about guns he would not understand that so he's still gonna go for the gun and dorian says oh i i did not know your classroom was so delightful you got a real lively bunch in here. And the twins just sigh. Um, can I... Do I need to roll anything to just try to grab Jenkins by the collar? No. Uh, Nana, give me athletics. Uh, Jenkins, give me acrobatics. That's a 23? Another nat 20. <laughs> Jesus Okay, Christ. but what's your total? Is it over 23? Oh, yeah. You're... Uh, 28. <laughs> Jenkins... <laughs> manages to just jump up. Describe it, Jenkins. How do you get out of the way? Alright, so so Jenkins is going to Jenkins is going to jump into the air and before he does a somersault in the air, there's like a little bit of a hesitation because he's going to take a moment to flourish as much of his clothing as he can. Like he's acting like he's flourishing out a duster. 
and then you'll hear him while he is somersaulting going um, and then he's going to grab the gun and he's going to put the gun straight to his temple and just scream at the top of his lungs persona and pull the trigger <laughs> Nana just sighs and shakes her head just like the uh, hammer has been removed and nothing happens. Hey, kid, um, can you fucking not do that? That would yeah for just for like five minutes, Jenkins. Could you just not? Uh, Jenkins is gonna start looking around the room. I, where's my persona? And Dorian returns the cat to uh, Byron and says, "I think I forgot to eat lunch today, so I will see you all tomorrow." And he leaves. So who has this gun? It is still in right Jenkins' now. hands. Okay. Yeah, and Jenkins is Jenkins is still holding it directly to his head, but he's looking around the room, and now he's going to start asking everyone. But did did y'all see it? Did Did anyone see my persona? Oh yeah, I saw it. It was no, all you... over the air. It, uh, it was amazing. It was all like a fuck's a persona. It, you got some kind of death wish, because you're real fucking lucky I got to that gun first. Jenkins, it's less of seeing your persona and more of experiencing it that we're all doing. Please, please give me the gun. <laughs> oh, I get it. It's part of the wordplay. I get it. <laughs> Wait, so did... No. Seriously, did no one see it? No. no. No one saw it, and what you're doing right now is perpetuating real bad gun safety to these people that ain't never seen one. So, uh, take it away from your head, please. You're danger to yourself. Colson just says, yeah, that's a real fancy magic wand you got there. Uh, All right. J- Jenkins, is, Jenkins is going to hand over, hand the gun to Nana, and then very dejectedly go back into a corner and start muttering to himself. And return to that very confused and angry look because he has no idea where he is again. And Jenkins, as you walk back, you notice that Anne is just sleeping through this whole class. Oh, I don't notice it. (laughs) Fucking. (laughs) No, no, I'm too lost. I'm too lost in trying to figure out where I am. I do not notice it. Um, and Nana is gonna look at it. Was little G? Was that the name of the kid that brought it in? Yeah, little G. All right, kid. Um, where did you get this? Uh, some adventurer. All right. Did he have anything else that went with it? Nah, he he didn't know what it was, so he sold it to me. Did he say where he found it? Uh, yeah, some treasure chest. Okay, where was the treasure chest? Do you, do you see what I'm getting at? I would like some information. I didn't ask questions. All right, I can't blame you for that one. Yeah, at little G's, it's no questions asked. Yes, frustrating for me, but probably a good policy for you. Yeah, you know, when you have the three-foot churro, you're part of the family. Sure. Um, so, since you got no use for this, do you, do you need it back? Nah. Appreciate it. Uh, and Nana is going to put it in her pocket. Nana, how about, how about you, how about you hand that over to me? <laughs> Nana raises an eyebrow at Bennett. Uh, you know, you know that I was the firearm safety member of the family. 
and that it would probably be safest in my possession. Kid, I was firing arms before your mother was born. I got this. Well aware. So let's think about it this way. Who's more likely to get pickpocketed? You or me? Nana stands seven foot four, kind of crosses her arms. Well, your pockets are pretty much at shoulder height for most people. Ah, that's a good fucking point. And she's going to hand over the gun. Uh, and the hammer. Yeah, that was that was like the one hand of Bennett was taking the gun. The other hand was like, and the missing components. <laughs> <laughs> you need me to show you how to put it back together? You got this. Hey, you're a smart kid. You'll figure it out. Bennett, Bennett doesn't break eye contact and just kind of reassembles it on the spot. Ah, <laughs> you learned some things. Colson looks at you all and says, well, uh, guess class is dismissed. Good luck on your test tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Great, great class. Thanks, Teach. Yeah, that was enlightening. Learned a lot. So do we sign our name somewhere, or... Uh, did this... the, the twins have already walked out. <laughs> oh, right. Wait, has it been 15 minutes yet? Are we just legally allowed to leave? What is... I don't uh, know. Yes. I mean, you can... Here. You can chill in the classroom if you want. Anne is still sleeping in the back. Um, as we leave, um, no, no, no. Uh, Nana's gonna make like a shushing motion, um, and drop like pick up one of the chairs. And as we leave, just kind of prop it up against the door to make it hard for Anna to get back. Out. <laughs> oh no! God, oh, not impossible. I'm not gonna like wedge it in there real good, but it'll you know enough to give her a little bit of trouble for a few minutes. You know, someone someone will hear her, right? God, right? Cool. Other people in this, this building. This is gonna be fun to come back to tomorrow, <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we're going to tomorrow. <laughs> Unless you wanted to prep something the night before. Uh, does Anna come back to the dorm room? <laughs> Uh, she does not. In fact, uh, she has never come back to the room. She's slept in her bed outside of the dorm every <laughs> night. Nana did uh, not check on her. She just assumed that that's where she was supposed to sleep. Byron will make sure that everybody, uh, remembers, everybody except Jenkins remembers all the, the answers for the tests. Bennett has studied very hard because he does not want to have to do this nonsense again. So during this next scene, Andrew, I'm going to send you the test questions and I just want you to answer them <laughs> as Jenkins would. Um, okay, well first, the classroom that we're taking the test in is, are there windows? And like, are there actual like actual desks? Or yep, like, windows what, what and desks. I... I want Jenkins to go into the room. He's going to go to the back of the room and grab a window seat because that's where every protagonist sits. All right. I need that I, to be I, clear. I was waiting for the moment you would fucking do that. Yeah. I, I need it to be clear before I get these test questions. That is where he's sitting. Do you have toast in your mouth? No, no, because Jenkins is still trying to figure out which world he's in. So. All right, and then How hit can me he with those. A, a true protagonist, if he doesn't run into the classroom with toast in his mouth. No, that is what the protagonist's sister does, or oh, the love right. interest. All right, that's fair. 
and Jenkins is quite sexist. So he is, <laughs> and very insecure of himself. So he is not going to be doing the toast. <laughs> oh, God. But as you all approach the uh, classroom, you see one of the doors has been just kicked out with just brute fucking force. Like, it is ripped off his hinges and just sitting in the middle of the hallway. Oh man, someone should probably fix that. And uh, when you get in, you see Anne just cheerfully sitting at her desk. Uh, the twins are... Uh, Colson sitting behind the desk. Anne is standing in front of the class. And as you've guessed it, Dorian is there watching. Uh, Summer passes out the test sheets and says, Okay. Everyone begin. Do we need right, to make any kind of check for this, or? Uh, you you've studied for the test. You you you. Everyone but Jenkins knows the answers, and <laughs> Colson is just like staring everyone down, and he is mouthing something to all of you. What's he mouthing? Can I investigate? Perception, or, or yeah, go with investigate. I'm gonna investigate that man's mouth. That's not what heroes do. <laughs> It might be. Oh, no. I got an eight. It's not what I do. <laughs> so you don't investigate what that mouth do. That's my uh, It looks like he's saying something about ass. That's what you're gathering with your... <laughs> nice. Uh, okay. Byron <laughs> is going to write all of the answers, but in a, like, kind of slow way to make it seem like he is actually really thinking about some of these uh, Ganja is going to be kind of typing them out, it looks like. Just like the uh, his fingers are going to be looking like they're typing, and the oils from uh, his various uh, herbicinal things that he uses uh, will be what types on the, uh, on the paper. And Dorian is just staring at Byron waiting for Byron to look up. Okay. Byron looks up. And he he's trying to whisper, may I pet the cat? Can I feed the cat? Uh, okay, I'll ask uh, Neko uh, if it, I'll, then we'll think to Neko. Is it, is it you, cool? You don't have to think, you can just talk to... Okay, is it cool? Are you cool? It's the same sunglasses and uh, thumbs up. Go get that shit, my dude. And uh, Dorian pulls out a handful of raw shrimp, and then Neko looks back at you. I just want you to know I'm about to send this to you, and I've put so much fucking work into answering this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Neko doesn't actually like raw shrimp, right? Oh. Two contendies. Uh, okay. Um, I'll, uh, I'll, oh, yeah, I'll tell Dorian. He's, he, actually, he actually really likes chicken tendies more than uh, raw shrimp. Where can I get chicken tenders? Uh, the quivering tendy. It's the worst name. And Dorian looks over to Summer and, you know, is excitedly whispering, can we go to the quivering? And they? And she sighs and, like, leads him to the quivering tendy. And uh, once they leave, Colson slams his hands on the desk and says, okay, I need all of you to pass this. I'm working on it. I want to. I don't want to seem. Uh, I don't want to seem 
What what do you I gave you the answer key. I know, but I don't want it to seem like we're What about those two? And he points to Jenkins and Ganja. Holson's oh, gonna be so disappointed with me. Ganja's got this. <laughs> Jenkins, do you really do you really wanna do you really want to be a part of a professional organization Jenkins is affiliated with? Colson walks by and looks at Jenkins' answers. Who was the Adventurous Guild founder? Or when was the Adventurous Guild founded? Uh, who founded the Adventurous Guild? Barbara. How many heroes yeah. survived the final battle? Four? Who does the guild take? Seed? What the fuck is Seed? What is the Same. purpose of the Adventurer's Guild to protect the world from death? I mean, that's sort of close, but what the fuck? Partial it's a, it, it, it is also to unite all people within... Jenkins, yeah. shut the fuck up. <laughs> you want one of us to just fill out two and put his name at the top of one? Yeah, yeah let's just fucking do that. Hold all on. Right, Let me be more disappointed in his answers real quick. <laughs> what? <laughs> which country runs the Adventurers Guild? What the fuck is Nippon? <laughs> <laughs> like spelled with a K. <laughs> no, Nippon. M N N I P P O N. That that's not even a country here. Uh, but I even used your native language. Jenkins, can shut the fuck up again. <laughs> which country? Which countries have branches of the Adventurers Guild? Earth Federation? What the fuck is Earth? <laughs> is it actually Uroth? Who is the leader of your team? What the fuck is a Kirito? Ow. Can, can anyone tell me who Kirito is? No. Well, I was hoping well, it'd be the leader of the team, but I guess that means that this isn't SAO. Which all right, quick, I'm quick. I'm filling uh, out another one for him. All right, yeah, yeah, good, good. Let's just rip this up and. All right, everyone, get back into place. This. And I, I, I am gonna just you know look a little defiant and upset when he rips up my test. And then he goes over to look at Anne's, and he's like, oh, "Nice answers, but uh, you got some real uh, political thoughts there. I'm just gonna go back to my <laughs> desk." <laughs> And he takes a seat. All right, so uh, when they come back, everyone, act natural. And then uh, he's just like, all right, everyone, uh, just start coming to the front with your answers. And the door opens now. Oh, man, I was going to slip it to somebody with better sleight of hand. <laughs> all um, right, yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, Bennett's going to sit in his seat and just keep going over... Uh, the test another like three times just to make sure he didn't get anything wrong. Yeah, Byron will wait uh, like two more minutes and then <laughs> and then bring it up. And Anne slips by Nana's desk and grabs the second sheet and just uh, casually slides it onto Jenkins' desk and no one notices. Nice. And then Slick. she goes to turn in her sheet. All right, Nana's gonna go turn in hers too. All right, so once all the test papers have been gathered, uh, the twins stand up and Summer says, Okay, it looks like you've all passed. It's time for the practical. And then uh, she reaches into a fanny pack that sits on her lower back and uh, pulls out a key. 
and then uh, leads you through the school to a sealed door, and she unlocks that door, and it opens into a dungeon. Byron's going to lean over to uh, Ganja. Did they tell us there was going to be a practical? I thought there was going to be an oral. I practiced for the oral. Heroes don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Two times in one episode? We we aren't about it. (laughs) And Anne leans over to Nana and says, Got a Danny pack. Does that mean? I don't, I don't, I don't, does that mean something different here? Because where I'm from, it's just kind of dorky. Uh, a Danny pack? The, the fuck's a Danny pack? <laughs> uh, so, so there was this paladin, or sorry, she was a cleric. And, you know, armor doesn't really have pockets and she wanted somewhere to keep all of her weapons. But a bag of holding was too clunky. So she invented the Danny Pack. It's like a bag of holding, but it fits on your lower back. Hold on, easy access. Is it? Is it just a fanny? Gary, Gary, is it a fanny pack? It's just a fanny pack, but they call it a Danny Pack here. Bennett, genuinely interested. Uh, Can you uh, buy those somewhere? Yes. Are they? Uh, Where can you buy one? Where? Uh, Pretty much anywhere. After this, uh, can, can I get like a list of places that have them? Oh, uh, oh yeah. No, I, I would like to go buy one with you all, but I spent all of my gold on something. I mean, I'm not asking for that. I'm I'm just curious as to the as to what places have them. This was oh, this oh was yeah no no like, no this was oh this is information oh. gathering. Oh oh, I see. Maybe right. sad. Uh, Jenkins is going to be staring at the fanny pack and start muttering to himself again as he is still trying to figure out what world he's in. Jenkins, But he's definitely staring intently at the fanny pack. Like, the fanny pack is giving him ideas. Alright, so uh, once you get into the dungeon, you see that uh, once you enter, it branches off into three separate paths. The path at the front is sealed by a door with two orbs on it. The other two paths, the left and right, there is nothing blocking you from entering those. And uh, you notice that the twins and Dorian just disappear. Oh. Okay, so wait, we can go left and right, but not center? You can't go center yet. There is a door with two place, like two slots for orbs on it. Oh. Guys, I mean, I feel like we should go together rather than, like, split the party. Anybody care particularly left or right first? Um, I could flip a coin. Sure. Sure, that's as reasonable as everything else. All right, evens and odds. (laughs) Evens are left, odds are right. It's a four. We're going left. Left Okay. So in the left room, uh, you see two chests on the back wall. Oh. Okay. Think that that's what do you do? Uh, Byron's going to have uh, Value City like land on them and like check check those out. I'm immediately suspicious of them. Uh, when Value City lands on the chest to the left on the back wall. It kind of rattles a little bit. When he lands on the one to the right, nothing happens. 
Hmm. I got an idea. Uh, hold on a sec. Uh, and Ganja brings his hands together and says, scanning, 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 and casts Detect Magic on the one that rattled. You see nothing. God like, damn no, it. no glow. Detect magic isn't like a you only do it on one thing. It's like yeah. a, you just detect magic. Well, I'm seeing magic everywhere. Uh, you do see a glow from the inside of the chest on the right. Also, uh, Bennett, when you look towards Bennett, you see glowing as well. In the shape of a revolver. <laughs> you got a healthy glow about you there. Uh, <laughs> Detect magic tells him more about it too. Like, yeah, school of magic. What school we got? Yeah. Uh, you see that the revolver can cast a spell. I forget which spell this school is from. It's probably conjuration or evocation. Uh, I think yeah. it's evocation. Yeah, and in the chest, you, it's evocation. You can tell that there's something in this chest meant for unlocking something. Uh, he's, he uh, looks at everybody and says, Okay, so if we can figure out how to get into the chest that's not a rattling, because that thing's probably booby-trapped or some bullshit like that. Uh, but it's like, I already got his thieves' tools out and like whoa, looking whoa, whoa. through which picks would be the right ones. <laughs> it looks like there's something that's going to help us out. In our adventuring in the other chest. This is a. Byr, or, uh, yeah. Byron uh, is going to be like, this is. This is a, a practical for like high school students. Do you think that maybe we're overthinking this? Can we, ju- can we just open that chest and it's fine? I mean, maybe. I'd, you, you never know what could be coming out of there uh, and everything. Um, you with the the fast hands and everything. I see you got uh, a magical uh, Ninth Street problem solver there. Hold on, hold on, hold on. The rich fiction that we're creating here. Because Alex, you just named it. I don't yeah. think you realized it, but the name of this thing is now the Ninth Street problem solver, and that is. <laughs> better than anything that I could have come up with at any point really, in time. Really Very proud of you. It's such a good name. <laughs> oh my god. Like I come up with some really bad names for our Crits and Grits items and that one was just off top of the that was off the cuff oh there. So. God. <laughs> the Ninth Street Problem Solver. Oh. <laughs> uh, goodness. Just make sure you get the things already in case Whatever this thing is, I I got a uh, my poison spray pew pew ready for it. Uh, I uh been it been it kind of like he holds his like lock picking kit like to his chest so nothing falls out and pulls out the revolver and Bennett, <laughs> when you pull out the revolver, you see that there is one glowing bullet in the chamber or that that like the one that when I cock it and pull the trigger is the one that's in the I... chamber. It's a revolver. Okay, right. So it's the... Gotcha. Sorry. Unimportant detailing. It got one bullet. That's all it need. Gotcha. (laughs) It's another god complex, Jeff. 
I mean, I already knew where you were going with that joke. <laughs> well played. Well played. Thank you. All right. So, uh, what are you doing? Holstering the Night Street problem solver. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to come up to. Uh, all right. So, uh, which of these chests had something in it? The one on the right? Yeah, so, the one on the right. The one on the right. All right. Oh, sorry. That was that was specifically asking Ganja. Oh, sorry. I know. I I know that that my Bennett voice is like my Magnus voice, or is like Travis's Magnus voice. It's not a lot different. It's only a little different. Uh, none of my voices are a lot different. Uh, so Bennett uh, goes up and he's like, uh, "If if anybody has any objections, I'm just gonna try to open this unless anybody has a key nearby or sees one." No objections, gotcha. Uh, and so he's, <laughs> he's going to start trying to uh, pick this lock. Uh, there's no picking necessary. You can just open it. And it's a little let down. <laughs> uh, uh-oh. Uh, and instead, he's going to he's gonna make sure that like it's not going to explode on him or anything. Uh, which one's that going to be? Investigation? Perception? Investigation. I am, I am fearful of traps. Ooh, that's a solid 12. Yeah, it seems legit. Seems on the up and up. Sounds good. Opening it. <laughs> Unless anybody else has a better idea. Um, Jenkins is too busy still figuring out what world he's in. So he, he's barely paying attention. Throwing that bad boy open then. Uh, you open it and you find a shining blue orb inside. I found a nightlight. And, uh, the chest next to it pops open and confetti shoots out. <laughs> uh, Ganja immediately shoots poison spray out and goes, ah, motherfucker! <laughs> and you hear uh, Dorian's voice from over an intercom say, oh, congratulations. Uh, sometimes you have to use your judgment to find which chest is trapped and which one isn't. There's all kinds of quirks to adventuring. Yeah, yeah. Which one uh, do we find out about which chest is having a heart attack right now? God! <laughs> Bennett is currently clutching his. <laughs> as that went off. Right beside him, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. He just picks up the blue ball. Kind of shaking now. We're going to get a second one, Gary. Gary, we're getting a second blue ball. We're getting blue balls, Gary. Oh, no. What are you doing now? Oh, 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 ball of blue. Where do we go? It doesn't respond. Shake it and I, turn it over and see if it gives you an answer. Oh, that's right. Uh, ben, it absolutely flips it over. <laughs> like it's a- Byron's, Byron's just head in hands, sighing to himself, and then he's going to grab Bennett and uh, kind of pull him towards the uh, the center, the center door. Oh, right, right. Yeah, and no, it was, it was a tough, it's it a tough puzzle. At this point, Anne meets you at the door. Sorry, I went ahead to the other side and I found this. And she holds up a red orb. Okay, well then, um, let's Ed, put these in that uh, that center door thing, and then we'll be be all done. Byron, how about how about you, do you want to take this, Byron? Yeah, yeah, I think right. I think that might be that might be wise. No problem. And Anne places her orb in her part of the door. Byron stares that bitch down. 
Okay. What what does the door do? Oh, you place your orb in as well? Oh yeah, sorry. Uh well, you can walk through. <laughs> okay. Uh I guess uh walk. does everyone walk through? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yes. But I have my hand on the on the ninth street problem solver. Yeah. If everyone is walking through, Jenkins will also be walking through, and he, you will be able to hear him muttering, that, well, if there's, if there's speakers and they're able to speak to us over them, like a PA system, then it surmises that it should be a game instead of a other kind of series. So, as you all walk through this door, uh, I'm going to need everyone but Nana to hop into the Whispers channel. I need a moment with Nana for the podcast. All right, so Nana, as you walk through this door, you're on the astral plane again, and you hear the clicks of high heels walking down the hallway. Oh, no. Nana, darling, it's been a minute. Do I recognize her? It's the same woman from the uh, orientation video, the one with the black hair. Black short hair, but this time instead of wearing the pencil skirt and blouse and whatnot, she is wearing just the nicest suit. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess it's been a little bit. Um, I mean, I was in the middle of a thing. Uh, I what can't can I help believe you with? you've gone senile on me, Nana. That that breaks my poor little heart. Uh, have you forgotten about our deal? You know, it's common when you get transferred to another world. You forget some of the moments before you died. But let me give you a refresher. And she shows you a clip of, from your point of view, after you died, uh, she's approaching you and she says, So who is this Benny Boo you're concerned about? Uh, well, I mean, he's he's one of my grandsons. Uh, died sooner than he should have in my opinion. And she starts looking through a tablet. Oh, yes, a year ago. Well, Nana, I'm willing to give you one of you a second chance at life. Give it to him. No hesitation. I mean, you're both going to take this adventure together now, and at the end, you can change your mind if you'd like. But one of you isn't making it out. Listen, I lived a good long life, spent a lot of time with family. A lot of time with the people I loved. It was good. If uh, we're going to give a second chance to someone, I think he deserves it. I got no regrets. And then we cut back to the two of you in the hallway again. Well, Nana, I hope you enjoyed your refresher course. I just walked through that door and we'll be like, you never went missing at all. Yep. It's a good, good refresher. Walk through the door. Nana walks right behind you all. Oh boy. I bet it's a lot of good things that happened that entire time. Only only wholesome things. Uh to Nana, it's it may have been a moment, but to y'all, it's like she never left. I feel like maybe she would take like a stutter step almost. That's about it. Oh boy. And when you enter this room, you see the twins standing there, ready for the final portion of this uh of this very silly <laughs> high schooler <laughs> test. Yep, so uh, we're going to make this lightning round combat. I will let you all roll your initiative and keep track of that. 
and uh, the two of them are just going to act as one unit and attack together on their turn. I rolled a four. No, it did. Nice. Uh, can I can I make a request as far as for going into combat? Yes. Uh, can I roll my initiative at disadvantage? Sure. Because Jenkins, Jenkins is not paying attention. He is just following the people, and uh, they're basically just going to act at the end of the round. Okay. So, but I can still roll at disadvantage. Yeah. So, Byron, cool. we got a four for you. Uh, what's everyone mm-hmm. else got? Bennett has a 17. And okay. uh, Jenkins has a 14. Uh, number 19, Biggie. Okay, so this combat starts with uh, Summer forming some, like, very cool-looking ice armor around herself. It's jagged and spiky. Actually, less jagged and spiky, and just more this elegant ice armor. And Coulson is just surrounded by these intense flames and Anne pulls out her staff so uh what are we fighting is that what's is that what's happening it's like a combat proficiencies exam or something you guessed so. it buddy all right so at the top of the order we got ganja you can place yourselves in this final room wherever you want nice all right so at the top of the order we got ganja uh, Ganja is very inspired. Uh, the ice armor and the fire armor that he sees, and he says, "Oh, that's pretty cool. I can do that too." Uh, he's going to use his wild shape to activate his symbiotic entity. Uh, use wild shape to awaken a of the spores that infuse you to gain plus twelve uh, temporary hit points. Roll double damage dice on your halo spores damage, and deal one d six necrotic damage. Uh, when you hit A with a melee weapon, uh, last uh, for 10 minutes or until you uh, lose all your temporary hit points or until you use Wild Shape again. So he does that, and he gets uh, nice and beefy. Uh, the the plant matter that is inside of his robotic armor just extends past him, and he looks a bit more like uh, like a Hulk than normal. Um, and he says, and he goes, he's going to go up to, he's going to go up to the, this lady right here and say, look, I ain't above hitting a lady, but we're going to have to wait a minute. Uh, as he also, uh, casts flame blade as his bonus action. Cause I can do that. She just kind of looks at you and says, oh, you chose the wrong one, motherfucker. No, I think I chose the right one. I'm pretty sure, because this is fire, and you're covered in ice, and I'm, like, a little bit beefy right now. I just can't do nothing right this second. Hold on a sec. Because I, I just got to see, because I'm pretty sure casting is a bonus action. Uh, evoke a fiery blade in your hand. The blade is a, a similar in size and shape to a scimitar. It lasts for the duration. If you let go of the blade, it disappears, but you can evoke the blade again as a bonus action. Uh... Use your action to make a melee spell pack. Yeah, so I can't do that yet. Because I already did my get beefy uh, for my action. Alright, so next in the order is Nana. Absolutely. First off, bonus action rage, please. Um, and then I am going to get right up in um, 
Oh my gosh, I feel really bad that I just forgot her name. I was focusing Summer. so hard on my turn. Summer. Okay, I get up in Summer's face. Um, and I'm gonna say, "Hey, that's some real cool uh tricks you got there. Let me show you one of my own. I can I can do magic too. I'm gonna see. Look at this. I'm gonna rage and I'm gonna cast sword. <laughs> my favorite. Um, so that's a dirty twenty to hit. That's a hit. Um, and then I'm also going to, because I am a zealot barbarian, add a extra d6 of damage. Um, oh wait, I'm two-handing it, so um, that's going to be 14, and I'm raging, so plus two. So that's 16 regular damage, and then with my zealot stuff, that's an extra five damage. Okay, my so... Magic. A small chunk of her ice armor breaks off. We're moving on to Bennett. What you got, Bennett? Alrighty. Um, so first off, uh, Byron, what mm-hmm. uh, what are you again? I cannot remember off the top. Uh, wizard. You're a wizard. Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh. So Byron's gonna move up, or uh, Bennett's gonna move up just a little, and he's going to uh. Shout to Byron. Hey, uh, she looks like she's doing some magic. Uh, how about you do some magic too? Uh, and you know, counteract her magic with your magic, uh, using my uh master of tactics uh to uh perform the help action from range and give him advantage on his next. Wow. And then I'm gonna uh but it's gonna go oh good as time. Good a time to see as any, and pull out the Ninth Street problem solver and see if it's <laughs> going to be effective in this situation. And he's going to point at Summer and pull the trigger. But I roll one d four, Jeff. Oh, Chibus. that's a one. As you pull the trigger, a glowing dart of force just flies out and hits Summer square in the chest. And now the uh, glowing bullet you saw in there, gone. Did it? It deals. It dealt one damage to her. Oh, a whole damage. All right. Well, that worked. Uh, and he's just gonna holster immediately. That that was essentially just like a magic missile, right? Yes. And I didn't. Do I? Do I benefit from my sneak attack since an ally is within five feet of the target? Yes. I'll give you. I that. love you. I love you for saying yes to that. You didn't have to, but you did. Say yes. That's six damage. Magic. <laughs> so you see another uh, chunk of ice just break off. And she looks more mobile now. So chunks of ice have been broken off the armor. Armor looks more mobile now. Jenkins, what are you doing? Okay, so especially with the gunshot, uh, like it's gonna kind of snap Jenkins into realizing that we're in combat, uh, and then he's gonna look around the room. Wait, what the hell is going on? Why are we fighting? Why are we fighting? Uh, whatever their names are, Kiba. What's going on? And Kiba, or sorry, not Kiba. Fuck you, Andrew. <laughs> Coulson is just like letting a flame dance across his fingertips 
and staring directly at you. You know, you caused me a lot of trouble back in town. Okay, this is important. You said that he's letting a flame dance across his fingertips? No, no. Yep. I hate whatever you're about to do. So, I like, Jenkins is going to focus in on the flame. Then he's going to finally look over at Summer and realize that um, realize that Summer is, like, the breaking off of her at this point, that she has ice around her. Oh, my God. It's all so clear now. Devil fruit powers. <sighs> We're training to be pirates. <sighs> it's like, all right. I apologize for misnaming you, Ace. What do you want me to do? Uh, do your best on this test, I guess. What test? There's no school in One Piece. And he... I'm I'm going to break the turn order right now. <laughs> Visible cringe. I'm, I'm sorry. You're giving him, like, this opportunity to do this. Yes, I, I'm totally okay with it. So, <laughs> like... He puts his index and thumb together, and the uh, that flame that was dancing across his fingertips is just sitting between them, and he just flicks it at you. And that's going to be going to be a seventeen versus your AC. That hits. So that's going to be seventeen fire damage. Oh, and you just see him go. Ooh, I forgot to hold back. Ace. Is this about your brother? I don't know where Luffy is. Uh, God, and I can't believe it. Hearing the one piece references is even harder than hearing all of the other references. Uh, I can't believe it. Harder than watching. I'm a side character. But what what season are we in? Ah. And as you take that hit, what do you do? Uh, so then, so then, uh, Jenkins is going to uh. Is gonna recoil. He's still gonna be thinking deeply, but he is gonna realize, especially after getting hit, that okay, I guess we're fighting. Uh, so he will move over here just to clear his path, and he's gonna fire a shot back at uh, Colson. Um. So, but. As far as with that, since it's my first attack, I'm going to use a Dread Ambusher. So I'm going to attack, and I can make an additional weapon attack. So I get to attack twice. <laughs> okay. So, all right, so first one is a 19 to hit. That's a hit. All right, for eight damage. Okay, eight damage. And then a 25 to hit. That's a hit. All right. And this next one has an additional D8 of damage with it. Yeah. And then plus five for 10 damage. Jesus. Okay. Uh, that's a hit. Yeah. And then, like, firing that off, uh, like, you can still hear Jenkins going, well, if it's still, if we're still over in the, in the east blue then in east blue that would make me chess but then that would be a bad guy uh and he's still trying to figure out who he is and you see colson look like he's taking some sort of call for a second and then you just hear him say well, what what do you mean drop back that what do you mean they did it no no and it's ann's turn and uh 
goes to uh, cast a spell with her staff, and nothing happens. And then she tries again, and nothing happens. So you just see her go, like, get frustrated and pull the staff out, and a blade comes out of the staff, and she charges uh, Coulson. And she uh, swings. Uh, she fucking crits for... Okay, so she does some serious damage, and you just see this blade. Like, it doesn't cut into him, but it does seem to crack a few ribs once it hits. And you just hear Coulson mutter, Oh, thank God for safety precautions here. <laughs> and, uh... He's hanging in by a thread. Uh, it's on to Byron. Um, Do not forget oh. that I gave you the thing. Yeah, and Byron, Byron. Uh, actually, before your turn happens, you hear a voice inside your head. And it says, Fireball. And as you survey the battlefield, you see Coulson charging something. But uh, Byron, only you heard this voice, and it's in your own head. Byron's uh, going to be like, uh, Coulson, you wouldn't be doing something super uncool like about uh, Fireball everybody, would you, bud? And he is just cursing under his breath right now, like clutching his ribs. Okay, um, then Byron will use uh, hold person, so make a whiz saving throw. Dirty 20. Motherfucker. All right, never mind. <laughs> All right, so now we move on to the twins. Uh, you see a fireball charging, and it is launched straight for Anne. And as the fireball makes contact with Anne, something happens. That fireball just immediately disperses. And Anne is left unscathed. And you just hear Summer kind of go, uh, Colson, what the fuck? And... Colson says, uh, sorry, I got a little heated there. And uh, Summer just stares at Anne, trying to figure out what just happened. And we move on to Ganja in the combat order. Nice. Uh, Ganja, overhearing this conversation, says, Oh, that's uh, real sweet of you, just trying to pull back and everything, and the whole get heated thing. We're going to wrap that up a little bit here. Uh, he's going to take a swing with his uh, flame blade. going to be great. That is a 15 at uh, uh, at Summer. Uh, beat the AC to beat the meat. You got it. Ye-ye. Or meat to beat the meat. Some, something like that. <laughs> why, why, it all why sounds terrible. You have to say that. Why? <laughs> of all words that you could say. Doesn't sound very is, heroic. Uh, 12... Fire damage plus with me being uh, a meaty beady uh, symbiotic boy. Uh, that's going to be an extra, let me see here, 1d6 necrotic on a melee hit. Let's get out that 1d6. And what is this? Oh, that's cool. Uh, that's an extra four necrotic damage. I'd say I'm sorry, but uh, I'm not really sorry. The fire damage doesn't seem to phase her as much, but the necrotic damage still seems to affect her normally. And then you see her seem to take a call, and it's like, alright, Coulson, they pass. Uh, we made some mistakes here. 
you can't get heated like that during. And you just see Coulson drop and start laughing to himself. It's like, man, that was great. You there, you cracked my ribs. That was great. Uh, you, Jenkins, not a little shit like I thought you were. You're good at this. Uh, Jenkins completely ignores that because now Jenkins is running through One Piece characters in his head. Um, and now he's trying to figure out if he can control hockey. And Summer guides you all into the final room where Dorian's standing, and uh, it's graduation time, everyone. You have passed your Adventures Guild trial. Wait, Jenkins isn't Canadian. He can't control hockey. <laughs> oh, my ah! God. <laughs> I was going to have Bennett make a joke like that, but since it was all going on in Jenkins' mind, it wouldn't have worked. The twins look at you and... All right. Okay. Uh, Byron, uh, Bennett, step up. Oh, okay. And then uh, they open this chest and start crafting special lapel pins for you. And then they use some sort of orb to look at the information on both pins. And uh, you see uh, Colson kind of cringe and Anna's freaking out and Colson's like no it'll it'll be fine it'll be fine it'll be fine and they give you each a lapel pin with the letter b on it what does what does the b stand for uh that stands for byron and the other one stands for bennett oh it's just that straightforward okay um, yes okay well all right um, and dorian steps down it's like uh you're supposed to do them one at a time no cutting corners and uh, so they each they call you each up one by one and give you your own pin with your first initial on it. Well, for Nana, it's just N. And then Anne looks at all of you and uh, grabs Nana's hands and says, Thank you, Nana. Without you, I wouldn't have graduated this thing. And, well, I got presents for all of you. And, oh, uh, uh, that's, that's really too... You really didn't have to do that. I, I wish you hadn't. I. <laughs> but are you not going to take the presents I spent all my money on? Uh, sure, what you got? Uh, Nana, she gives you uh, the fantasy equivalent of a Zippo lighter. There's like these runes on a piece of metal and you just tap it and a flame shoots out. Oh, uh, I, I don't know what I was expecting, but uh, it's actually... Real nice. Nana lights up a cigarette with it. Immediately. <laughs> Immediately lights up a cigarette. Uh, she gives Bennett a uh, quiver with the letter B monogrammed into it because she doesn't know your last name. Not important. Byron, she gives you a deck of playing cards because you seem to like playing cards. You like playing cards. Thank you very much. Weird child. So, ironically, Nana's would actually be D, because her name is Dot. Yeah, um, everyone's been calling you Nana in this world, so that's what it says. So I don't get a, you know, a pin that just has a giant D on it, <laughs> is what you're saying. No, I mean, if you decided to let people call you Dot in this world, then yeah, it would have had a D no, on it. No, I guess I'll stick with what I got. Uh, Ganja, she gives you a... Nice basket of mushrooms. Regular edible mushrooms, not the get-you-high kind. Oh, nice. That's very sweet of her. And Jenkins, 
she gets you a bushel of parsley because you seem oh. to enjoy parsley. Uh, Jenkins accepts the parsley just unknowingly. Like, basically, imagine her just putting it in his hands and he's still just staring off into space, factoring out everything that confirms that this is one piece. Well, I hope I can see you all again soon. And the twins, you know, kind of say, uh, maybe, uh, maybe we should take her back to the city with us. Get her into a real nice magical school. It's probably a a good place. Yeah, I mean, her magic was doing some weird shit, unlike mine. Mine was good, straightforward, you know, a sword. And then they have you place your lapel pins against the quest board. You you can choose not to place your lapel pin against this quest board. Do it. No. Okay. So, as each of you places your lapel pin on this quest board, uh, magical flyers are displayed in the air in front of you. And uh, there are four quests that seem to be for you. Like, four quests that you could choose from. Uh, First one, someone who has sworn to uphold the law needs to be brought to justice. The next one, investigate a merchant selling potions with an odd side effects. Uh, the third one, paperwork for an exhausted pair of twins that want a vacation. Never. Definitely not that one. Definitely never that one. And, and the twins just go, oh man. <laughs> oh man. And Dorian just stares the two of them down like, did the two of you do this? And they look away. And the fourth one is investigate a location found marked on a map of a dead guild member. Ooh. Byron votes for that one. Spicy. Sounds interesting. Uh, Nana's just gonna go with whatever Bennett wants to do. Wait. A dead guild member? Are we in a guild? Uh, You're part of the adventuring guild now, buddy. Oh, God. Wait. So is it fairy tale instead of One Piece? Okay, whatever it is, just stop putting guns to your head. That is Jenkins' only contribution as far as the voting, by the way. <laughs> uh, Ganja does think for just a moment about taking on the twins' work and goes, uh, No, the, the value of hard work and capitalism is doing the work for yourself, not just paying somebody else to do it for you. Get your shit together, kids. Like, how much paperwork is it? And, like, what's the benefit to us? Well, uh... The country of Oglethorpe will thank you, and you'll we'll be indebted to you. Pass. Not just us, but the country. Hard pass. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty quick at paperwork, but you know, I charge a fair hourly wage. And uh, Summer, trying not to be super obvious, winks at you and says, "It's just paperwork," and she keeps winking really hard. Uh huh. So <sighs> like. When we do these, we, is it just like a monetary reward? Like, what what do we really get out of it? Because, you know, this one that we're looking at looks a little bit dangerous. Like, is it literally just money that we get? Well, it's gold and whatever uh, they would like to give you. Sometimes it's a nice, shiny wand like the one your halfling friend has there. I mean, that's the first time I've seen one of those, but you you get the Ah, okay, so we get stuff that can probably help us later. Got it. Yeah, I guess. And it's great for networking. Uh, Networking. That's important. Powerful. You want to build a steady, strong network. 
That way you have connections throughout the business world. And then you got people you can depend on and you can hire or they can hire you and they know you by reputation. He's right on the networking thing, guys. Do the networking. Yeah, I, I'm dreading starting that all over again. You know how many decades it took? Jeez, here we go again. I changed my mind. I hate Ganja more than Jenkins now. So that is where we'll end tonight. Uh, so you've all decided. We made it, boys. Sorry, we're not the worst in the group anymore. Oh, no. Smith fight. That was Jeff, not Bennett, saying that. So, fun fact, I was talking to someone who actually listens to our podcast on Saturday that I did not know was a follower, and he also loves to hate Jenkins. He's easy to hate. No. Personally, I fucking love Ganja. No, Andrew's a great player, but he creates these characters that you just love to hate, and he plays them too well. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) I have no idea what you're talking about. Ganja has opened doors for me, and I fucking love it. That is the power but, of the gun. You like to shut those doors. But Andrew, <laughs> uh, once you hit us with that outro, or should we answer the view or listener question first and then do the outro? Yes, please. Should we even, should we even announce what the question is, or or just straight answer it? I didn't uh, know. No, I didn't know we no. got a question. Uh, yeah, we did get a question. I think I posted it in, in a sure podcast workshopping sh- channel. We're all just going to answer this as whichever character we want to. The question coming from Will, the question is, do it fart? Uh, actually, we did answer that in one episode of Grits and Gristle in Winter. Uh, we answered that episode as everyone was going in through Jeremiah. It very much did let out a fart. If that's the it that is being... No, no, I think it was just a general tomfuckery question of do it fart. I don't think that was directed at Jeremiah at all. The question is just, did you do it fart? It did. I mean, yeah. we just answered it legitimately, though. Isn't that yeah, the best do, way to do. respond to this? It do. Yeah, you know it, what? You're right. Do. Oh, it Let's do. answer it legitimately. Oh, it, yeah, yeah, do it fart. fucking do. Yeah, Jeremiah, oh, do yeah. fart. Yeah, it it's a way fart. to expel exhaust because it, it be hot inside of, inside of piecemeal. It do be. So, yes, it do fart. It do fart. <laughs> oh, boy. Guys, All right. <laughs> Andrew, <laughs> give us that beautiful outro. Oh, God. All right. So, first and foremost, thank you so much for listening. If you are enjoying this and you'd like to reach out to us, please hit us up at gritsandgrits at gmail.com. Uh, at the moment, the we, you can just follow us at Facebook, which will be at gritsandgrits. And... Um, we would love to hear from you if you have any criticism, anything like that, hit us up with it. If you want to be at the end of the show, you can even ask something dumb like do it fart and we'll answer it. Um, and a quick shout out to the people who have already been so generous in helping us out. So that'd be a shout out to our buddy Titus and that's, uh, you can follow him on Twitch. So that's, uh, twitch.tv forward slash Titus. You can also hit up Jess Panda. So a huge shout out to Jess for helping us out and also on Twitch. And that is twitch.tv slash Jess Panda and also follow her anywhere with Momocon. Um, 
And you can hit up Momocon, Twitter, Facebook, all that jazz. And a huge shout out to Kyler, our favorite sometimes guest to DM. And you can follow him on YouTube, and that is at Fishing After Five. Once again, thank you so much for listening, and have a wonderful day. Say goodnight, everybody. Oh, good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Uh, I was muted when I said everybody. goodbye. Bye, everybody. Bot from these idiots. As the party officially joins the Adventurers Guild, all across the world we see different scenes unfold. In New Horizon, elves are speaking about the events at the ramen restaurant. One faction sees Jenkins as a reckless idiot, while others see him as a symbol of hope. In an Arctic base, a white dragonborn and a human donning lab coats are running tests on a young human woman. Or so it appears. She powers down as the scientists remove a glowing core from her chest and replace it with a brighter one. She springs back to life and hugs the two of them before they leave to enjoy a family dinner. In New Horizon, Dorian receives orders that his team's primary objective will be to take on the Demon Lord, and their training begins soon. And back in the astral plane, the rookie god with shaggy black hair longingly stares at an image on his computer. A woman with long silver hair and piercing blue eyes.